Hello, and welcome to PCB Chat, where we talk with experts across the printed circuit design, manufacturing, and electronic supply chain fields. I'm Mike Buto, Editor-in-Chief of PCDNF and Circuits Assembly. This podcast is brought to you by Turnkey Pro from Sierra Circuits. What if you could source your components, upload your specs, and receive an instant quote in less than 15 minutes? What if your designs could be fabricated, assembled, and delivered to your door in five days with a guarantee of zero defects? Then try Turnkey Pro by Sierra Circuits for your next design and use promo code PCBCHAT, one word, to receive $200 off your next order. For most, 2020 can be summed up in one term, and that term is COVID-19, of course. The pandemic disrupted supply lines, shut down factories, and pushed many companies to the brink of financial collapse, to say nothing of the extraordinary and tragic loss of life. COVID affected everything, but the rebound was sharp and quick. Manufacturers reconfigured assembly lines to tool up for medical devices like ventilators and face masks. The financial hit from the viral tsunami that erupted from China which undertook a nationwide shutdown in February 2020 and rippled throughout Europe and North America in the following months, led to ugly June quarters for most. Certain industries, such as commercial aerospace, have yet to recover. Yet by the fourth quarter, most markets had returned to life, and balance sheets were for many firms not only looking better sequentially, but even year over year. Still, logistics curtailed some potential growth, and shipping was delayed due to a variety of reasons, including customs delays and lack of personnel throughout the supply chain. Most significant, component availability reared its ugly head. Some 69% of EMS companies in Europe saw revenues decline in 2020, says market research firm Informa, based on an analysis of 191 EMS companies. Europe was hit hard thanks to slumps in its core automotive and industrial sectors. Industrial electronics fell $330 million, and auto electronics were down another $243 million, offset in part by a $158 million increase in medtech. All in all, it was a year as dramatic as any in memory. While COVID's ills were felt all over, the largest players seemed almost immune. Four of the top five companies in this year's Circuits Assembly Top 50 reported higher revenues for calendar 2020, as did seven of the top nine. Number 10 TPV was taken private in 2019, and its revenues are estimated. All in all, however, only about 40% of this year's ranked companies saw sales climb. As a truly historic event, the pandemic gobbled up all the headlines last year. In doing so, it overshadowed two emerging stories that will likely have much longer-term effects on the electronics manufacturing services industry. One was manufacturer migration, or more accurately, expansion. China shows no signs of ceding control over production assembly, but three countries are staking claim to a bigger piece of the ever-growing pie. In order, those are India, Mexico, and Vietnam. Indeed, supply chains are becoming more distributed, but not necessarily to the West. India is trying to scale into a manufacturing powerhouse. If our predictions are correct, 
it will surpass Europe as the third largest market for EMS by 2030, behind China and North America. The domestic government is intent on growing both the indigenous and expatriate business, and Dixon Technologies this year becomes the first homegrown Indian EMS company to make the Circuits Assembly top 50. If past is prologue, others won't be far behind. Just look how Taiwan and China, other nations with a top-down focus on advanced electronics manufacturing, are making their mark today versus 2007, when there were a total of nine companies from those countries in the electronics business top 50 rankings. Today, Taiwan has the most ranked firms, with 12, three ahead of the U.S., and mainland China has three more, whereas it had none a decade ago. In philosophy and approach, India is looking more and more like China circa the 1990s. At the top is its Make in India policy, a government-driven policy designed to encourage investment and build world-class manufacturing infrastructure in the country. The stated goals of the program, now nearly a decade old, include a manufacturing sector growth rate of 12 to 14% per year. It's already paying off in certain places. The number of mobile phone manufacturing companies rose from just two in 2014 to 268 by 2019. And the share of phones built in the country for domestic consumption is now 95%. A similar tact is being taken with IT hardware. Under the Production Linked Incentive, or PLI, for large-scale electronics manufacturing, introduced in March, India offers incentives of 1% to 4% on incremental sales of goods manufactured domestically to eligible companies for a period of five years. In short, companies building laptops, tablets, PCs, and servers agree to invest predetermined amounts in manufacturing plants. In turn, India pays cash back to those manufacturers. To date, multinational corporations like Foxconn, Wistron, and Dell have signed on, as have local EMS firms, including Dixon, VVDN Technologies, and Surma Technologies, while Flex and Inventech and others are circling. India's homegrown EMS market remains nascent, but for the first time, a local company is ranked in the Circuits Assembly Top 50. Buoyed by the consumer and industrial markets, where key customers include Samsung and Nokia, Dixon checks in at number 37. With 14 factories directly, or through its Paget Electronics subsidiary in the country so far, and another announced for South India, it shows no signs of slowing. Most of the significant players in the nation remain expats, however. These include companies like Foxconn, Jabil, and Wistron. But domestic powerhouses, such as VVDN, are beginning to crack into EMS and could well reshape the landscape in coming years. The PLI is emblematic of the maneuvers governments are making to attract foreign investment and boost domestic manufacturing. Using a mix of tax credits, direct cash payments, or tariffs, governments are transforming the laissez-faire approach favored under World Trade Organization's rules. Expect this to continue to reshape the EMS landscape long after COVID has receded. Not all countries will benefit from this newfound activism. Mexico looks to be a winner under the new United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement Trade Pact. As background, some 23% of U.S. exports go to Canada and Mexico, 
while Mexico sends more than 70% of its exports north, a figure that could increase as the U.S. tries to cut the cord with China. Still, a rising tide doesn't always lift all boats. While Circuit's Assembly Top 50 number 1 Foxconn and number 2 Pegatron contemplate expanding south of the border, number 24 UMC Electronics is shuttering operations there, saying the automotive demand never materialized as expected. Vietnam is trending as an alternative to China. Foxconn says it will invest $700 million in the Southeast Asian nation, and Pegatron, number 3 Compel, number 11 Universal Scientific Industrial, number 28 Sumitronics, plus Valuetronics, which is unranked at $300 million in sales, Wong's International Holdings, which is unranked at $406 million, DBG, which is at $354 million, and Suga Technology at $180 million, are among the larger EMS firms adding factories there. The World Factory no longer exists, Foxconn chairman Liu Yongwei said last August. Reuters reported Liu said that about 30% of the company's products were now made outside China, and the ratio could increase, although such statements from the world's largest ODM should always be met with a healthy dose of skepticism. At less than 100 million people, Vietnam probably lacks the population base to make a significant debt in this geographical world EMS market share. Nevertheless, its combination of skilled workers, compatibility with Western businesses, and generous tax incentives will spur substantial continued investment in the country. Income from investment in manufacturing supporting industrial products is exempted for the first four years, then taxed at 50% the standard rate for the subsequent nine years, and at a preferential rate of 10% for 15 years. The problems posed by COVID-19 couldn't stop the world's investment bankers for long. Merger and acquisition activity really heated up, even as the number of deals closed was delayed in part because would-be buyers couldn't perform their due diligence. Buyers were out in force looking for deals, led primarily by private equity firms, both with and without longstanding ties to the EMS industry. Among the newsworthy private equity-led deals were the acquisition of SMTC for $171 million by HIG Capital and number 43, Creation Technologies Acquisition of Applied Technical Services. As of this podcast, number 44, Newways, and number 48, SVI Public Company are being courted by major shareholders seeking to take them private. In the U.S., Emerald EMS, the merger of DataEd, Bestronics, Saline Electronics, and Veris Manufacturing, Vertex, which acquired Altron in 2021, its fifth deal, Zentech, which now owns Camtech and Trilogy Circuits, Intervala, which owns Veritron in New Hampshire and Princeton Technology, and East-West Manufacturing, which acquired Veritron's Canada operations, plus Team Manufacturing, General Microcircuits, and Adcotron, are among the smaller tier companies primarily owned by outside investors that are pushing through acquisition into the higher atmosphere. The largest transaction, of course, was Universal Scientific Industrial's purchase of Astiel Flash. The combination of numbers 13 and 30 from the 2019 Circuits Assembly Top 50 did little to change the overall rankings, but symbolically it hearkened to the late 1990s and early 2000s when the big getting swallowed by the bigger was commonplace. Will it presage another round of major buys? 
And if so, who is most likely to be caught up in the whirlwind? Even as private equity flexes its considerable muscle, there remain more than 115 publicly traded companies offering electronic manufacturing services, either primarily or through a subsidiary. Although a growing number are traded on exchanges such as Taiwan, Shanghai, or Shenzhen that don't require the same degree of disclosure as Western regulators, it still adds considerable color to the state and health of the industry. As always, currency effects play a role in the rankings. Most major currencies fell against the U.S. dollar in 2020. The euro, for example, was down 10% versus a year ago. The Hungarian fornit was down 9.5%, and the Swedish krona fell 16%. The only riser was the yen, up 1%. For those companies reporting revenues in non-U.S. currencies, we converted the numbers using the averages set forth on May 14, 2021. As such, currency fluctuation accounts for why some companies appear on some industry lists and not others. Likewise, Circuit's Assembly attempts in all cases to use the calendar year, not company financial years. Again, differing methodologies explain variances with other rankings. Some lists rank number 14 New Kimpo Group higher than we do. NKG includes the CalComp, ODM, and EMS units, plus Kimpo Electronics, Akbell Polytech, Qubit Semiconductor, and XYZ Printing, among others. It's a classic example of a company whose reach extends beyond the ODM EMS work. Even within the ODM segment, the lines are muddy. To wit, Kimpo Electronics tie factories, of which there are currently 12, with three more to start operating this year, all produced for number three Compel's European and American customers. Privately held Bionics is reportedly on the block. Its private equity owners reportedly seek $300 million to $400 million for the company, which they bought in 2012 for $95 million. Once a top 20 EMS firm, Bionics fell considerably and reinvented itself from a maker of hard disk drives to a player in the higher reliability automotive, industrial, and medical sectors. This potential deal should be watched closely. Automotive continues to reshape the EMS landscape. Between the rise of electric vehicles, which are gobbling up components at an accelerated rate, and the topsy-turvy markets, transportation has shifted the rankings of many of the top 50 outside of the five largest Taiwan-based ODMs. As Foxconn speeds into the market, having announced deals with Fisker and Byton in the EV space, and with its key customer Apple looming, it serves as a reminder that EMS companies that are geared to high-speed, lower-cost production and managing complex supply chains will find plenty of opportunity to motor on for years to come. We are coming to the end of this week's podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Turnkey Pro from Sierra Circuits. Turnkey Pro is the simplest platform for sourcing all your components, uploading specs for fabrication and assembly, and receiving an instant quote, all online and in fewer than 15 minutes. Try Turnkey Pro by Sierra Circuits today and use promo code PCBCHAT, one word, to receive $200 off your next order. I should mention that the full rankings for this year's Circuits Assembly Top 50 can be viewed at circuitsassembly.com. This is Mike Buto for PCB Chat. Have a nice day.